Hey guys, Paul Reddick here. Welcome to the Baseball Dads Podcast. The world of baseball and the youth and especially the high school game is changing so rapidly. These rapid changes are bringing about a lot of confusion, a lot of frustration for today's parents that are trying to bring their son up in the game. So the purpose of this podcast is to use the experience of dads who have already gone through this journey and have navigated it successfully so we could take aim at that confusion and frustration and knock it out. We're going to talk to these dads about what they did right, about what they did wrong, what they would do more of, what they would do less of, and they're going to give you their advice for today's parents that are going through this game. So stay tuned for today's podcast. And make sure you go to BaseballDadsNewsletter.com where you can get a free trial in our monthly Baseball Dads Newsletter. So without any further delay, let's get on to today's show. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of Baseball Dads Podcast. And we have uh, a guest that I'm excited to have on because we've been friendly for a long time. So, And uh, his son has been part of our uh, training program for a long time, so we're really excited. So Eric Rosenberg, welcome to the show. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about you, your son. Tell us what you got going on. Sure. Um, I'll start with me briefly so I can get over me and get over to my son. But um, uh, I've been playing or in the game, I should say, a long time since I'm about four years old. I played uh, all four years varsity um, high school. Uh, played a little bit of college, and then in in Florida where I played, um, there was a semi-pro league. I played like 16 years there. Um, coached a little bit of high school, and then when my son was born and started uh, growing up, I started coaching him uh, from the time he was about three, four years old until now when he's he's 13 now. Um, loves the game, uh, just has a passion for it, um, and uh, uh, loves your program. I got to say that. <laughs> well, it's great because he when we first started the Wall of Fame, I think he was like seven or so and yeah. and he was one of the first uh first players we had up on that wall of fame so it was great so um sure so so tell us about what, what what's going on with him now sure um well he plays he's 13 now but he plays on a 14u team he's uh, i guess uh, considered one of the younger kids on the team but um smaller in stature as well he's probably one of the smaller kids on the team um He's getting he's in eighth grade, getting ready to go into his high school years, um and uh, uh he he plays he pitches, plays second base, um and uh uh well yeah, that's that's had one of his best seasons last year, I wanna add that. Um just did phenomenal. Um and uh, I gotta say this also, I was a big uh and this is another thing on his wall of fame, um, way back when. That was about when he was nine years old was he when he was on your wall of fame, but um I was always taught the traditional, you know, like balance over the rubber, you know, tall and stay balanced straight up and down. And the minute we started yep. that power angle, man, he started uh, not only throwing harder, but, and that was the the quote he had on your thing, was it's so much easier to throw strikes. Um, <laughs> right. And, I remember, uh, yeah. He's been one of our most, yeah, absolutely. And he's been one of our most accurate pitchers, um, well, his whole pitching career, not that it's that long, but up until this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's, you know, it's funny because, uh uh, it, it's just such a powerful, simple move, and I was taught the same way too. You know, I was taught all the things. I, I taught that to a lot of pitchers, and uh, but yeah, that's great. I remember, uh, you know, seeing that, and that, you know, like I, I love it when the little kids get it. You know, it just so to me, I know that when the little kids are getting it, that the that the instruction is positioned in a way that it's simple to understand. You know, so. So for me, that's always a great, yeah, a great sign that we're reaching kids that are, are, are younger. Um, 
So tell me what's what, what's been the the the, uh, the journey been like so far for you? I mean, tell us uh, tell us a little bit about it. What you've kind of encountered along this way? Sure. Well, I have kind of a unique perspective. Uh, not only have playing been playing the game for so long, but uh, being a coach, and I've also been a league director uh, for a year or two in the leagues that he's played in. So I've seen a lot of interesting things, um, especially with mm-hmm. baseball dads. Uh, you know, topic that you have going on. I mean, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen uh, dads actually throwing balls at their kids. I've seen dads on the on the fence screaming and yelling at their kids. You know, in the outfield, and um, I think what you're doing is just phenomenal. Um, it's been kind of a, a, a interesting thing from my perspective because having again having played so long, and then um, uh, also wanting the, what's best for your you know your kid and your son. I know I'm kind of caught in the middle because part of me wants to see him succeed and 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 uh play to his potential and another part of me wants to kind of back off and let him uh like let his love and passion for the green game grow even more. Um so I get I, my wife has to kind of slap me down a little bit and be like back off. <laughs> Cuz I'm like, right, you know, dude, right. hey, are you going to do your bullpens? Are you doing your workouts? Are you doing, you know, your squats, all this kinds of stuff? And then, you know, at other times I'm like, all right, when he tells me he's ready, we'll go out. We'll throw our bullpen. You know, like so. Uh, right. it, it's been interesting from my perspective, uh, seeing both sides of that and feeling it. <laughs> it's been yeah. interesting. So, what what would you say is is um, over the years been the best thing you've done to help him? Uh, great question. Um, really, just being there for him when he's ready. Your 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 first podcast that I listened to. Um, uh, he, you know, he. I think he said it best when he was like, you know, I, I, I let him, you know, dictate when he, you know, when he wants to go out and throw his bullpen or when he wants to do his uh, his workouts. And I think that's been the times that that my son's name is Austin, by the way. Uh, that's been yep. the times that Austin and I have uh, connected uh, the most. Really, when he's like, all right, let's go down and hit. I have a little hitting room downstairs. And he, you know, he comes in and he's like, all right, let's go down and hit a little bit. And I'm like, great, let's do it. You know, or he'll be like, let's go throw a long toss. I'm like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> Those have been the best times. You know, the, the hardest times are when I'm like, all right, dude, it, it's, it's Friday. Have you done your, you know, your, your bands yet? Have you done that? <laughs> um, I think the best times are when he comes to me. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, and that's like the times in, it's, it's kind of like one of those things where, um, I, I've used a lot of analogies, but there's, you, you know, you just got to know when to move in. You know, it's it's almost like you know, like like uh, certain basketball players have a knack of knowing where they're, you know, when to 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 move to the basket, when to pull up and shoot a three pointer, and and sure. kind of like a finesse. And and when there are those times, you know, that they are coming to you and saying, "I want to do this," you'll accomplish more in those times. Than you will in the times where you know parents are dragging them to the field. Those are oh, really yeah. the times that you can you know because the door is open. You know they're saying teach me this stuff, and that's where you can start to develop a spark and develop you know um, uh, and develop that passion for the game. Because when they see like hey when I do this stuff I play a little bit better. When I play better it's sure. a little more fun, and if that's where they want to go, um, they want to go. You know. And that's really when they learn the most is when they're open to it. When they come to you and they're saying, hey, I want to do this, that's when they're really open to, to learning and growing and all that kind of stuff. When you're forcing them out there, they're kind of closed. They're just going through the motions at that point, just swinging or, or pitching, you know, their bullpen. They're not really there to learn or grow. Um, and mindset has everything to do with how much we're going to learn or take in or grow at that time. 
I say this to when I, when I go and I do dads and um, and like pitching coaches seminars and, and stuff like that. I I will start off by saying, and I tell a whole story about my the guy who taught me you know coaching, and I, I talk about the void. I say you if you want to if your mission in this seminar or this coach's clinic or this clinic is to convince me that you're a smart pitching coach or that you know something or that you know enough, I'm going to lose interest in you mm-hmm. because I'm a, co- I'm a coach. And if you're, if you're, when people come up to me and they say, well, you know, I coached here and I coached this guy and I was, and I played here and I did this and I, you know, I, I and I just say, well, okay, well, it sounds like you got to figure it out. <laughs> you know, I, I immediately lose interest because my nature is as a coach is, you know, to, to coach. So, but when somebody yeah. comes to me and they say, and they, someone comes to me and says, you know, I just can't figure this out. Or I really need some help. Can you take a look at my, I crack my knuckles and I, this is what I was born to do. You know, so if you're right. So it's kind of like when, when a kid's coming to you and asking for help, they're basically saying, I have a void. Can you come mm-hmm. fill the void? Can you come help me fill the void? And if you show that void, that's what coaches and dads, and that's, that's what will light us up, you know, is that when, when there's something we can go to work on. Yeah. Um, so I always like to talk to dads about um, magic moments. Have there been those moments with you and your son that, that are the special baseball moments? <laughs> yeah, there's been there's been a couple of those that, that I've had, um, you know, on the field when he makes, like, a, a great instinctive play. Um, I, I, I'll tell you two, actually. <laughs> one's sort of baseball-related. One's, ba- well, one's baseball-related. The other one happened at a baseball event um first you know he's he we're pitching or he's pitching i shouldn't say we're pitching i'm the pitching coach on the team so i'm calling pitches and all that kind of stuff (laughs) we're pitching no but he's pitching he's on the mound and there's a guy on third and it's a close game and and the guy actually takes off for home like trying to steal home on him and at this was at uh 13u baseball and most kids at this age i mean they I, I, a lot of them do have the instincts on what to do, but many of them, man, they'll, they'll just balk right there on the mound. Right. Uh, he just right. stepped back off the mound, fired a perfect strike to home, and, and got the guy out trying to trying to steal home. That to me was just like, man, this thing is this is just clicking for him. He understands the game, and he's always been known as a cerebral, like very thoughtful kind of a player. Anyway, uh, so that was just yeah. the moment for me that just stood out. But the the one thing, and this is kind of interesting, we were at Cooperstown uh, at Twelve U. And um, we had kind of the worst – I think the, the guy even said it was the second worst week that he's ever had at Cooperstown. I mean, it was raining. It was – you know, we've heard stories. You play at 2 o'clock in the morning if you can. Um, we couldn't. We, we really – we only got like four games in the entire week. It was like – it was rough. Right. Um, and yeah. I got sick. I was passing a kidney stone. And I'll never forget, oh. he and I were walking to our barrack. <laughs> and I'm, I'm in pain. And he looks at me and he's like – you know, Dad, I know this isn't the best uh, Cooperstown experience we could have hoped for, but, you know, just being here with you means everything to me, you know. <laughs> like, you know so I, I'm paraphrasing it, but it was just I, – I almost cried right there on the spot. It was just awesome. <laughs> so those are the two moments, that you know, with baseball and my son that, that stick out to me. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because it, um, uh, in, a, in an episode we had a few that we've already recorded, uh, and, and it's come up a lot of times where – when I talk about the magic moments, yeah, there's the on-field stuff, um, but more times than not, it's all the ancillary stuff. It's all the extra stuff. It's going to the game. It's you know yeah. you stop you stopped on a way to a two-hour tournament and you know you had a cheeseburger. There was a great story <laughs> one dad told me about. 
the team the team came together. They were at like an amusement type park thing, and they wanted to win this huge bear. As, and, and they <laughs> and they all you know they all played games, won the tickets, you know, to to get the bear, and that was like the team memory. And they still have the bear. <laughs> like the bear is like the uh, the mascot. It's amazing how right. it goes. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, so, that's the wonderful thing about baseball, though. I mean, you don't. I mean, no offense to any of the football fans out there. You don't hear those kinds of stories about football or soccer or basketball. But man, there's there's tons of baseball stories like that. I love this game. <laughs> right. Well, you know what? It, but you know what it is. It's the way that baseball's set up. I always say, if you took somebody from another planet and you sat them down and say, "Tell me about a sport," and we would say, "Well, America's pastime is baseball." Explain baseball to me. If you explained it to someone from another planet, they would look at you like, "Why would you want to do that?" You know, like so <laughs> you're going right? to stand, yeah, you're going to stand uh, ninety or sixty feet away from somebody, and they're going to hurl this this hard object at you ninety miles an hour, and it's going to come <laughs> within a few feet of you, and all you have is a bat and a helmet. You're not protecting anything else, you know, and. Right. Um, and and you're supposed to hit this, and then then that's coming faster than 90 miles per hour. And you're supposed to feel all you have is a glove on one hand, you know. Right. <laughs> you know, so and then you it, it, and all these things. So if you describe it to somebody, and then here's the thing: is that you get you get beaten up playing the game. You're going to lose every day. You're going to be discouraged. Oh. Be, and, but it's kind of like, <clears throat> see, I see it as like basketball doesn't have that. I love basketball, you know. Um, I, I, I do too. That's another sport, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a football guy, so I don't I don't do football. But I like the other sport. But there's there's not there's not like that. Um, you know, it's almost like boot camp. You know, when when you have a shared experience of something, everybody is on the same page, and you can look at another baseball player, or you can look at your son, you can kind of have like that nod of you know I've been I get it, I've been beaten up through this game. Too, and the fact that you that you know you're going to get beaten up, but you suit up. And then here's the other thing too: not only are you going to get beaten up, and not as it is a crazy game when you try to explain it. It's every day. Yeah, you know, you, 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 yeah. It's a grind. It's every, yeah, you're going to do it every day. You know, so it's not like basketball is every other day or football is once a week. Like you got to go out and take this punishment and abuse every day. And uh, so I think there's yep. like a little bit of that. Like you know, you went out to battle. And you came off the battlefield, and it's you know a little uh, uh, band of brothers type type uh, feeling. The camaraderie, you, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that everybody's gone through it. So, yeah. uh, what what lessons have you learned as a dad, as a coach, uh, throughout this process? Oh wow, um, lessons that I've learned as a dad and a coach. Um, really, that the uh, for me. Um, and I only have one son, by the way. I know that uh, you know a lot of uh, people that you have on here might have you know two or more, um, or have gone through this several times. I I have one son, and, and learning as I go, um, things for me uh, really um, are the early ages. It's all about having fun. It's all about letting them go out there and and have fun. I mean, I, I saw dads. I, I mentioned this earlier. I saw dads at like six, seven, and eight years old on the fence screaming at their at their their players. I've seen in my first year of coaching travel ball. I've seen another coach make his son cry on the mound, and that was at oh, a yeah. uh, ten u. 
10U. He's 10 years old. He's crying on the mound. Um, yeah. Let him have fun. Yeah. I mean, let them have fun. I think that's the first and foremost. Um, and uh, instill them the – because baseball and this is a cliche. I know that you know there's a lot of life lessons in baseball and stuff, but it is so true. It is so true. And as long as you teach them the right way to approach the game, you're really teaching them the right way to approach life. And I right. think that's that for me. That's a huge thing for me. Yeah, and I think it's you know I think there's uh, my hero is, is Walt Disney. He's my role model. Is you know uh, excellent a creator, a creator, and a visionary and a, a innovator. Entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. And and his quote, if you there's a documentary on him. He said it's and we've talked about this in all the podcasts that it's great to have a good hard failure early in life. Mm. You know, it teaches you so much. And we've talked about you know, I feel like I'm repeating myself on all the other podcasts, but um, – but, <laughs> There's but a what, what, similar theme to everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and and I think that, you know, it's it's the lessons that we take from this trial and error and all these things in the game. It, because there's so much failure built into baseball, it kind of gives those opportunities to teach those lessons. Yeah. You know, and, and where other sports just don't have that kind of built into it. So – um, Absolutely. Well, you you really only learn when you fail. When you're succeeding right. and everything's going great, you're really not learning anything. You're you're just ma- maintaining. But when you right. fail, when you really fail, that's when you're really learning. And you know, bringing it you know to specific, I'll give you Bryce Harper for example. I mean, he man, he just was awesome. Just, everything was just going flowing for him. But when he started to struggle, that's really when I believe he took his play to another level. Because he had yeah. to fight through that 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 initial you know getting to the majors and pitchers starting to figure him out and now he had to make adjustments and and he took that to a whole other level. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, you've kind of gone uh, through this now and your son's kind of in the middle of it. But uh, what advice do you have for the dads that are listening to this that, that maybe you wish you would have done this differently or you wish you would have done more of this or less of that or what advice do you have <laughs> to the dads who are listening? Um, great, great question. My advice would be, again, at the at the early ages, let them have fun. I mean, I know that's, a, again, another similar theme that I've been hearing in some of the podcasts that you've been, uh, that, that I've heard from you and that I've said earlier in this. Let them have fun at the early ages. There's going to be a time uh, when they really need to dig their heels in and, and, and uh, really put in the work that, that they need to to reach that next level, and they're going to get there. Just be patient with it. And as a dad, I know it's hard, especially, you know, having played myself. Um, it's really hard when you see – when you know what your son's potential is and you know they haven't reached it and you know they could if they just put in a little bit more work. But it, right. it's that struggle that you're going to have with them to put in that work that's going to make them disassociate from the game. And, and that's the last thing you want to do. You want them to, to enjoy it and love it and um, grow throughout, you know, their their, their career, if you will. Um, so don't don't put the pressure on them early. It'll you'll get there. <laughs> you'll get there. Right. Yeah, and if it's meant to be, it, it is meant to be. I always say, you know, to your, I always tell uh, all parents, you know, God makes the major leaguers, you know, and and mm-hmm. uh, Yogi Yogi Berra didn't play an organized game of baseball until he was 17 years old, you know, and wow. so it's you know if it if your son has that ability. It's going to be, you know, whatever you do at seven or eight or nine or ten is is not going to do. It's not going to set that up any differently. You know, it's it's the DNA. It's how everything's mixed up that's going to produce them at the higher level. So 
Um, well, Eric, thank you so much. Thank you so much for making the time. I know you're busy. I know you got a lot of stuff going on, so uh, I, I appreciate it. Anytime, and, and Paul. Anything for you. Yeah. You've been great with us. So. Uh, well, thank you so much, and again, I value your time and your friendship. And so, thanks a lot for being on. Same here, Paul. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Hey guys, it's Paul again. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. We really hope you got a lot out of it. We have so much more to come for you. And thank you so much for trusting us with your baseball education, also the development with your child. It's something that we take very seriously and really means the world to me and the rest of the staff here at Paul Rick Baseball and Baseball Dads Podcast. So thank you so much. We would love it if you would leave a five-star rating and a great review of this podcast. That's how it helps us get the word out about the podcast so that other dads can share in this information that we need so much. Also, don't forget to go to Baseball Dads Newsletter where you can get a free trial subscription in our Baseball Dads Newsletter. Again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I can't tell you what it means to us that you would tune in, and we're just loving bringing this information to you. So, again, thank you so much, and we'll see you on the next show. Hey, it's Paul Reddick. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. I wanted to let you know I have a new book out specifically for Baseball Dads, and I would love for you to check it out. You can go to BaseballDadsBook.com. All the information is there and a pretty good discount for our podcast listeners. So again, it's baseballdadsbook.com. Thanks.